I started a podcast and forced my girlfriend to join in. Now right here on the podcast, you're gonna hear my girlfriend sing. No, you're not. You're listening to this podcast, and it's called Bubble Up. Now Kate's gonna sing her bit. Luke, do you ever shut up? No fucking way, bitch. It's the Couple Up Podcast. I'm Luke and Kate's my hoe. It's the Couple Up Podcast. Just start the fucking show. It's the Couple Up Podcast. Here we go. It is the Couple Up Podcast. Here we go. needs to hear that like well they did the longest note ever recorded on the Eurovision I just decided to do the longest note ever recorded and couple up there you go bit of weekly satire for you of um, Tuesday morning so you're Luke and I'm Kate I'm Luke and you're Kate (laughs) how does that feel how does it feel to be Kate to my Luke Um, bland like what do you mean do you know I'm Luke Barry's girlfriend I'm Ivy Barry's mom I'm Claire yeah. Colnan's daughter When are you going to become Your own woman I know Who is Kate What is Kate What happened this week Kate What happened Your vision happened Your vision happened All week All week Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday Oh We had a very good week <laughs> Why can't I speak because you're not a professional broadcaster. And because I haven't like had me, a drink. Luke Barry, professional Instead broadcaster. Instead I'm having, what are these? Kimberly's. Kimberly's. I can't eat Jacob's it now. Kimberly's. 100% extra free. Jacob's Kimberly's, if you're listening, we would like sponsorship, please. <laughs> Could you imagine? But yes, Eurovision was on. We actually watched the semi-finals. We did. Um, we were very invested in the whole thing. The yeah. finals, the whole point system thing is very dramatic altogether. Very dramatic. It's a bit mad. Like every year you watch it kind of mocking it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This year was the first year that I felt like you got into it. I was so excited. Mm, yes and no. You were into it. I'm sorry. I you put away your phone be. and everything. Because I wanted to watch something you wanted to watch. Oh, I was God. being a nice guy. Was that why? Yeah. I oh. mocked it all mostly like. Oh yeah, but you have to mock the Eurovision. No one's sitting down going... All right, this guy with a dancing hand. The best this is going to be. The time was United Kingdom getting, getting no nothing. points. <laughs> oh, like. That poor man. He handled <laughs> I, it the best he way held he it brilliantly. Could, but Jesus. He really did handle it. It was so good. Like, um, uh, uh, Irish entry should have got through to the final, I feel. Mm. Uh, I thought it was hilarious how she handled herself, though. <laughs> She's so sour about yeah, it. Like, seems to, but that's funny. I, like, I enjoyed that yeah. also. So was the Eurovision. But it must be annoying. When wow. you're like, worst songs 100% got through. Well, do you like, know what I mean? The UK songs was worse, and they just paid Germany, like, was fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there's probably people listening that yeah, sorry, definitely so, don't. So we're gonna skip past the Eurovision. What else is going on? What's happening tomorrow, oh, Kate? Oh, I can't talk about tomorrow, it. Little, well, today, I suppose, when this is going out, yeah. it's a Tuesday morning. Our little daughter Ivy is going to her first day of school. First day of preschool, and I can't like. I, Kate's I can't do She it. won't even bring her up to the door to school. I have to do it. Yeah. Because Kate's worried that she'll cry, and Ivy will want to mind her. Ivy always wants to mind me. She told me the other day that she was going to call to my nan and my mom's house, 
and tell them dead, by the way. and <laughs> tell them come quick mommy's upset that's nice <laughs> it's so cute like is that what you're worried about that you'll drop her off at school start crying and she won't want to leave you yeah exactly she'll need to mind you not, yeah hundred percent it's not like i'd love to go up and bring her up to the door but i just for her i know it's not going to be good like it'll be better yeah, for yeah. me to have my few tears down at the gate instead do you know yeah i'm so emotional i can't cope with it like <laughs> i did really well will i did really well until Who's this really week. well why were you doing him <laughs> really well until this week yeah and no now i'm just gone into full planicking mode and just no we got a good response from all of our lovely listeners to last week's episode. It seems, yeah. it seems, I suppose you let us know, guys. But like, it seems people are enjoying us having guests on. Yeah, well, that's good. It's fun for us anyway, yeah. definitely. It kind of breaks it up a bit for yeah, me. Does, yeah. So I don't feel like it's you bring in something, me bring in something. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're not getting as bored. Yeah, I suppose. Exactly. Like, not bored, but pressured. E- pressure, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like a chance that we get to chat to someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which crack. is always good. I can't wait till we get people that we don't really know. That's going to yeah. be where it's really fucking stupid and we're asking them dumb questions and they're looking at us like we're stupid. Yeah. That's going to be excellent. It will be in fairness. <laughs> in fairness. We're just going to wait for that till the pandemic opens up, obviously. Yeah. But if you do have any like recommendations or anything of what you want, then just let us know. Yeah, like at Halloween we did the haunting episode. Yeah. Things like that we'd be happy to do. I remember I floated the idea before... Don't know if I said it on this of doing other podcasts on our podcast, <laughs> like as in doing my favorite murder. Oh, I get on you. our podcast doing. I kind of don't want to do where uh, my dad wrote a porno though. <laughs> that would be a I weird we one didn't. too. <laughs> I presume so too. Ernest, if you're listening, if you've written a porno, let us know. Oh. We need to do an episode. Right? <laughs> <Do> you imagine? <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would just be. be good. Mm. Mm, the porno. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how My was that? Dad. How was that for you? Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a, I, I, I'm sure we've referenced that joke on here before. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so this week it was up to me to bring something. It was. So we're going to get into that in a minute. We're also going to get to all your questions. We got a load of questions again for the end Did of the I? show. My favorite part of the show is people's mm-hmm. questions. Thanks, guys, for always sending them. It in. always is. Do you oh. remember we used to do like twenty questions and stuff? Or like Shag Mary Avoid. What? When we'd be like playing it oh, yeah. by ourselves. You'd always lose interest when it was you coming up with things for me. You just wanted to answer things about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you have a podcast? Is you just want people to ask you questions about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I'm sure I was on a big podcast there during the week, wouldn't I? Much bigger really? than this. Oh yeah, the wrestling one. It's on Matt Cardona's podcast. Mm. You were spoke speaking about that last week, weren't you? I know, yeah, but it was but it actually came out. Mm. Got a good reaction. A massive rock star again. If you're into wrestling and uh, into Matt Cardona, aka Zach Ryder, go check it out. The MC True Long Island Story podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and on YouTube. Myself and Dwayne, who's our guest last week, are on it. It was good. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. So let's get into the main section. Yeah. Let's do it, guys. Here comes the main section. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. You're listening to Couple Up. That bitch, Carol Baskin. (laughs) 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 Nothing says podcasting like a really untimely last year joke. It wasn't even funny last year. It wasn't. I love it. Do you remember when that was came out? Tiger King was the biggest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been if we weren't all in. 
I don't know what it, 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 it was still a mental story no matter what mm. so I assume it would have been still huge yeah oh yeah we have a section to do it's not just random chat so I decided the theme of this show is couples coupling we talk about our wedding a lot we like to bring stuff in so I brought in a wedding themed one. Oh, something wedding themed it's from oddy.com whereas I always look it up it's a weird site there's loads of weird news on Oddy. Oddy. So that's where I need to try and find things. They don't update a whole lot. But yeah, if you're looking oh. for stuff, it's a good place to start. Um, eight unusual wedding traditions from around the world. Okay. Guys, bear with us in this one. There's some fucking weird ones in here. So we're going to start first with from the Congo, where there's no smiling at the wedding. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How so can you police that, like? The bride and groom aren't allowed to smile at all. So the couple has to keep a stoic, stern face throughout the entire ceremony. Nor can they crack a smile for photos or during the after party. Even if the rest of the crowd is going completely nuts. How can you do that? I don't have a fucking clue. But what's the thought process even behind that? Weddings are just an extremely serious business in Congo. By not smiling, the bride and groom show that they are treating their lifelong commitment... Not treating their lifelong commitment as a joke. Okay, so they're properly like going into a contract. They have to prove like. that they can commit, I suppose. That seems fucking mental. Commit to not smiling. If you told me not to smile, I wouldn't be able to help it. Yeah. There's just no way. But don't they say that, that like when someone smiles at you, it's actually quite difficult to not smile. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a sociopath or something yeah. like that. But that's, yeah, that's insane. That's number one. That's fucking odd, isn't right, it? Right, we won't be doing that at all. Can we try to see how long we can get into the day? It won't happen. <laughs> You'll just see me walking down the aisle and you'll start beaming and will, yeah. crying and will, yeah. on your knees. Go, She's so beautiful. Kate! <laughs> Come <laughs> to me, Kate! <laughs> That's what I should do. So we're going now to South Korea. Right. Beating the groom's feet. What? With yeah. leaves or something? I don't like? know. Let's read into it. Love can hurt sometimes, but the South Koreans make sure it does so right from the wedding day. It's a tradition in the country to give the souls of the groom's feet a good beating before he's allowed to leave with his new wife. Why? The groom's friends remove his shoes and socks, tie his ankles, and proceed to beat the crap out of his feet. The beating implement is usually a stick, but it could also be a dried fish. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you please do that and just not tell our photographers that it's a joke so that they're just like. They just beat okay. me with a dried fish? Yeah. Like, what's going on there with the groom party? Oh, they're just beating Luke's feet with a dried fish. And did they say why? I don't think so. The the friends also often question the groom about his bride and his plans for marriage. The point of the tradition is to get a measure of the groom's determination and personal strength. Oh. If he can put up with the beating, he can put up with the marriage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Misogynistic. <laughs> Not sure about the message here, but hey, whatever works <laughs> Oh my god. So me putting up with you for the rest of my life is the equivalent of being beaten with a dried fish. That's insane. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I'm going to do from now on. Everybody went, oh, who's Kate? Oh, it's just like being beaten with a dried fish. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't it mad though that like for these people who do the, these traditions, what we do... I just want to point out we're not we'll mocking other people's That's traditions what I'm saying. Yeah. As in like they'd be looking at what we, we are, do and actually. go, to be what fair, are we are doing? Other people's traditions. But just exactly what it's just because it's not our traditions. It's not what we've known or what we've yeah, been yeah. brought up I don't up like in. our traditions either. If that's yeah. Anything. So we're going to Germany now. 
Okay. You ready for Germany? I am. Breaking the bride's dishes. What? It's like in Greece, I suppose. In Germany, there's a tradition called Polter Polterabend. Sure, I'm not saying that right. It translates to bachelor party, but it isn't like any party you've ever heard of. On the eve of the wedding, the couple's friends will gather at the bride's place. They then proceed to smash breakable dishes and crockery on the floor. After the act, the couple gets to clean it all up together. This way, they show that they can work together to overcome any challenges that they face in marriage. Oh my god. Like, like I can understand it. It doesn't show that. It shows that you can clean up some broken plates. It doesn't show that you can overcome anything. But like, surely they put away their good stuff, like. I mean, wouldn't you go out and buy cheap shit? That's what I'm saying. Like, I have plates that my nan gave my mom. Yeah. Well, my mom and dad. But I have them, but like, if someone Anyone tried to smash them, them I would snap. Break your skull Christmas plates. Yeah, they're very special to me. I like plates. You do like plates. I really do. So there's nobody coming in here. No. Ever. On the eve of pe- our guys, wedding. Before our wedding, do not come in here trying to smash our plates or hit me in the feet with a fish. <laughs> and anyway, we wouldn't clean it up together anyway. Because if you were to break my plates and if you were to hit me with a fish, then I definitely won't be smiling at the wedding. <laughs> no, that's true. So we've hit all three traditions in a row. We have. <laughs> so oh. we have France banging all night. Huh? Okay, now this sounds like something I can get behind. <laughs> so after the wedding, the newlyweds in some parts of France will retreat to their new home. Woohoo! Where they where there will then be banging that lasts all night. As an actual banging, like oh, wait, as in... nobody's consummating their marriage, though. Oh, instead, the couple's family and friends gather at the house to start banging pots and pans. Oh, okay, don't they do that? That was in Fiddler Oklahoma or Oklahoma. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. The couple is then supposed to respond by showing Oklahoma the musical. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the couple is then supposed to respond by showing up to their wedding, huh? by showing up in their wedding attire and serve snacks and drinks to the crowd. This sounds fucking awful. Like, why? But this sounds fucking terrible. None of these sound, like, logical at all. But it's just because it's not our traditions. Just because we're not brought up with them. If any one of you are from any of these countries, let us know if you actually yeah, do I'd this. Or is it... Information on, is it... Yeah, is it like, if you find a leprechaun at the end yeah. of a rainbow kind of fucking thing. Yes, let us know. These are interesting. Okay, from Mauritania, fattening the bride. Oh, I've started that tradition already. In the West, brides usually try to lose a few pounds before the wedding to fit into the most fashionable dress. Not so in Mauritania. In fact, it's the complete opposite. (laughs) A chubby bride is traditionally seen as a sign of wealth and fortune. And apparently, according to some testimonies, Mauritanian men just like their brides thick. As such, it's not weird to see a bride trying to intentionally gain weight before the big day. There's a darker side to this, though. Some brides-to-be aren't sent to a bizarro world fat camp where they're force-fed enormous amounts of food and sometimes even growth hormones to fatten them up. What the hell? Holy shit. Back up very deep. Yeah. In recent years, younger brides and grooms have started to combat the fat camp tradition. Still, according to a 2001 study, roughly 65% of both women and men approved of it. That's crazy. 65% of people in 2001 want their bride to go to a fat camp to get fatter for the wedding. That's That's mental. That's dark. Like, like, could you imagine if you told me to do either one? Go to a fat camp or you have to go and get skinny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
That's insane. It's fucking odd. Like, but, like it's actually disgusting, like, isn't it? Like, like horrible. Like fucking pigs. Yeah. That's all I could think of being like fattening Sending them up, basically. Pigs to market, like, like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. That's insane. So imagine that fat camp being like that scene in Matilda where that kids made eat oh, chocolate eat cake. Eat the chocolate cake. But everybody's been made eat chocolate cake. Where is that country though? <laughs> Mauritania. Actually, Mauritania. Do you know what? My geography isn't great. If you ever break up with me, I'm going to go there. Africa. Africa. Yeah. Oh, I like Africa. I'd love to go to Africa. I wouldn't mind going to Africa myself. Yeah. So now we're at number six, a place we've been, Kate, Greece. Mm. Greece. We were not talking about that today. Groom the groom. Yeah, I'd love to go back to Greece. Mm. Kalamaki was so beautiful. Yeah, we're in Kalamaki, which is on the island of Zante, isn't it? Yeah. Near Lagana, which is where everyone goes. It's like the Bita in Greece. Yeah, it's like a 30 minute walk. We went nowhere near that. No, we went to the like old people section. It's so good. Guys, go there. Oh, it's so beautiful. It was I nine actually euro loved it. for a starter, a steak dinner and a dessert. Yeah. And yummy. And it was beautiful. Yeah. The actual restaurant was yeah. called Yummy. Yeah. Oh, oh so it was. Good. It was amazing. I want to go to Greece again. I got heat stroke. I want to at some point in the next three years be doing this podcast from Greece. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. With Ivy just screaming in the background Greece, somewhere. Groomsmen groom the groom. The groomsmen usually help take care of the practical aspects of the wedding on behalf of the groom, but in Greece, their role can become far more literal. On the wedding day, a Greek best man and the rest of the groom's wedding entourage show up at his home. They then proceed to give the groom a thorough clean shave. Fuck off. The tradition signifies trust between the groom and his friends. With a razor like. Yeah. Women also have a similar tradition where the bridesmaids help the bride get dressed and do her makeup. I think that happens everywhere, doesn't it? The best man better have a steady hand though. It might not be so good for the groom to show up with a face covered in pieces of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. like... Or dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I would not be trusting Dwayne and Cormac to be doing you, no, like... Oh, guys, you all heard the interview with Dwayne last week. Would you <laughs> trust him to shave me? To shave my neck with a razor? Could you imagine if you showed up clean shaven, though? Oh my God, it would be the worst. Like, I, 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 I couldn't marry face. you. I have way too much face <laughs> to be getting too. married in front of people. What? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm after losing my train of thought. But no, I couldn't. You need a beard, like. I do. I do you know what I mean? You, you, no. Even you're like, you don't do well. Remember when you had to go clean shaven for a part? Yeah. Like, you mentally don't work no, well. No, like, It doesn't. At on all. stage, I'm fine, obviously. Cause I'm, I think your face is fine. It's your neck. You have a huge neck. I have a big ass Do you know neck. what I mean? Your head and your neck are the same size. Same it doesn't pen. go in, like. I look like a bad cartoon. <laughs> yeah now we're moving on to china with the weeping of the women the congolese aren't allowed to smile at the wedding but the two gia people of china take things a couple steps further for an entire month before the wedding the bride is supposed to spend one hour every day in tears i do that anyway yeah, so <laughs> after 10 days the future mother-in-law will join her daughter in her daily waterworks could you imagine my mom crying <laughs> with you be like Bernie, this is something we we want you to get on board with. With me for an hour a day. Oh my god! <laughs> Another ten days along the line, the bride's grandmother will be crying with them as well. Oh well, mine are dead. So. Tears in heaven, says Eric Clapton. Is that written? What no? Oh, that was that. your own joke. Oh, that was cute. That was a good joke. <laughs> Fucking all oh, my joke. Why would that have been written? Yeah, like yeah, this article that I'm reading out New Year that your nan was dead for me. But the trio isn't miserable. In fact, because the women cry in different tones, 
The tradition is supposed to be an expression of joy since their weeping resembles a song. So you'd be like, ha, ha, ha. my mom'd be like, ha, ha. and your nanny'd be like, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> mental. According to folk stories, tradition dates back nearly two thousand years. The story goes that the mother of a princess broke down at her daughter's wedding and cried for a month straight. So then he went, "Let's all do it." That's, do you know what just popped into my head though? Is like. People from these areas, like if you do the traditions, do you even know why you're doing them? Yeah, probably not. Because there's a lot of things I'm sure like, that do we don't know. Confetti? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I'm no. sure there's a reason. Is there? Yeah, surely there surely is. We'll we look that up there in a second. We have a bit of time. So yeah. we want the last one here. Right. From Kenya. Fuck me. <laughs> this doesn't sound promising. The father-in-law spits on the braid. Boo boo! If you come near me oh, with your spit. Oh, all right, uh, uh, Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> like, Most places in the world, the bride's father spitting on her during the wedding would surely ruin the day. But amongst the Maasai, Maasai people of Kenya, it's expected before the bride leaves with her husband, the fresh father, fresh father, fresh in law, father. Oh, oh yeah. the new father, father in law will spit on her head and her chest. There's absolutely no disrespect intended, though. Because the Maasai people believe the spitting on something brings good luck. Okay. The tradition isn't restricted just to the weddings either. Maasai men will spit on their hands before shaking hands with an elder to show respect. Newborn babies will also get spat on as a good luck charm. Do you know what? Like, I'm not saying I'd want Boo Boo to spit on my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Boo Boo is my dad's nickname. Oh yeah, sorry. But, like, the actual thought process and stuff behind that is probably one of the more, to us, more normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The fact that it's bringing good luck and that seems like a positive thing. Do you know? I guess that yeah. makes sense. It's fucking mental. Though. It's mental. I think but... we should uh, ask my dad if he's okay with it. Though. I was like, look, look, dad, here's the thing. Look, we're trying to, you know, we're not going for the traditional church wedding. We're actually going for a Kenyan wedding. Uh, more specifically, the Maasai people so we're asking would you be able to spit on Kate's chest <laughs> to which she would answer who's Kate yeah <laughs> who's Kate now which one's Kate again I thought it was Ernest or Laura <laughs> or anyone else that you want to call me like we're 11 years we're 11 years together this year yeah surely he knows my name right now <laughs> like I wouldn't hold it against him he forgets everyone's names I know so anyway I looked up confetti right yeah. The tradition of throwing confetti at weddings can be traced back to the Middle Ages. It's how guests traditionally say congratulations and wish life... T- so no, there's nothing. That's it. It's just saying congratulations. It doesn't mean oh. anything. I don't think... Do many people use it anymore? No, I don't think you're allowed. You can get biodegradable it. ones. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, in, in Italy, originally, it's said to represent hope. Because it used to be rice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally. I think so. But if you feed pigeons rice, they They blow up, up, don't they? Do you remember that fat pigeon I saw in Cork one day? I don't remember. No, I didn't write this in my diary. (laughs) Kate saw a fat pigeon today. No, you would. You remember the day. Well, you remembering birds and me remembering birds aren't the same thing. I see a bird, I think of a bird. You see a bird, you think of a fucking enemy that's coming at you. Well, you'll remember this one. What about the bird in Voda? Oh my God. (laughs) A crow literally tried to to kill us. 
It flew at us with its mouth open. Lads, I saw I saw the innards of the throat of a crow. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was bad, right? Like Kate he, has a fear of birds, by the way. And like he flew down, but it, it was at head height. Yeah, well, yeah he's like, coming for us. He was mouth wide open. Mouth wide open. Like I don't know what open, he whatever. was doing. Or why <laughs> like I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Like, if I had my hair up, he no, was getting man, caught in my hair. Trying to get a better phone signal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I've never seen a bird do that. No, it was fucking weird. It was the most intense thing ever. Anyway, tell us about your fat pigeon. Oh, yeah. Do you do remember it. It was by the Blue McDonald's. And he was a massive pigeon. And then we turned around and he was skinny. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you I do not remember that. We... <laughs> Kate, that didn't happen. I just <laughs> wanted... Did I'm here to tell you that, that we ended up meeting Efab. What was her name? Stage manager in the Opera House. Efab Sullivan. Yeah, we saw her and we said it to her straight away. We were like, there was a massive pigeon and he was a huge, big, blown up guy, and then <laughs> actually like in a blown up suit, like he was a real pigeon. <laughs> he had a tie on, <laughs> had a briefcase. But he was, was a... walking with a, to a business meeting with a squirrel. <laughs> looked in charge. <laughs> Luke, how do you not remember this? He was massive. He was massive and we turned around and he was back to normal size. (laughs) (laughs) Kate. This is real. It doesn't sound real. How do you not know this? I don't know what you're talking about. You do? There was a fat pigeon and And we turned around and we looked back. Which, first of all, that seems weird. Why would we turn away from a pigeon to look because back at it? Because we were crossing the road. Do you know? Was the... it a different pigeon? No, it wasn't a different How do you pigeon. Know? Because it definitely wasn't. This guy wouldn't have been able to fly. I was tying the briefcase. As well, the... Like. Exactly, weighing him down. <laughs> but no, as in we didn't like turn around, but we were walking across. Do you know that big, the big road? <laughs> I, I know the big road. Yeah, it has like two lanes of traffic. No, they all do, do they? Yeah, roads. Does it have... yeah. Does that four? No, it only has two lanes of traffic. But you, anyway, <laughs> we were crossing there and we were just looking at him going, oh my God, he's massive. He is actually the biggest pigeon I've ever seen. And we looked to be like, is it a green light? Is it a red light? And we looked back and he was normal sized. <laughs> or I just called you Ivy. Luke, you have to remember this. No. I'm not going insane. He was blown up. Do pigeons like... Huge on TikTok. <laughs> you know Do pigeons... Do pigeons like deflate? Yeah, that song. What? <laughs> what? Can pigeons look it up? Can pigeons, pigeons deflate? Like, can pigeons deflate? So we have to search. Can pigeons deflate? Yeah. Okay. Can pigeons deflate? I was going to say there was known of one bird in Cork City by the Blue McDonald's. There's literally nothing coming up. Can they? Woman pop shocked up? and deflated over a hundred and fifty pound fine after a pigeon. Um, what what else uh, could you look up for? After pigeon gobbled, drop tuna baguette end in one peck. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> what does that mean? Can, can you, was, can you say read that <laughs> sentence again? Woman shocked and deflated over a hundred and fifty pound fine after pigeon gobbled, dropped tuna baguette end in one pack, one peck. So she got fined because a pigeon ate her sandwich. <laughs> What the fuck are pigeons up to? Okay. I'm sorry, but I have to read this story from the Manchester Evening News. A woman said she was left deflated after she was slapped with a 150 euro fine because a pigeon gobbled up her drop tuna baguette and a one peck in Piccadilly Gardens. 
Leonie Ormsby said that the tiny piece of bread which she dropped by accident was the size of a one pound coin. It's the second time this week that the Manchester Evening News has reported on pigeon feeding fines. Oh. oh. Okay, that makes sense. Oh no, that, that's okay. Okay, look up pigeons not blowing 150 up. 150 euros a bit much. Penguin, penguins, they're not penguins. <laughs> pigeons are a bit... Pigeons, not blown up pigeons, <laughs> but like... Excuse me, I coughed. There has to be, do you know what I mean? Pigeons changing size. Yes, that's how you word it. Everything there is to know about the pigeon. No, there's nothing coming up. Nothing I'm finding something. There has to be. This pigeon went from being like a, a it big. It didn't fucking happen. <laughs> it did. Luke, you even thought I'm so annoyed that you don't know. You can't remember it. You're talking you can shit. remember stupid stuff and you can't remember. <laughs> I can remember this stupid fucking made up thing. It wasn't made up. Okay, it wasn't. Like Luke, I remember there was a giant every pigeon single thing about behind it. Behind us, we were looking right at it. We turned around. For no reason, and then turned back to go. I explained why we turned around. Why did we turn around? Because we were looking to see if the light was red or green. We were standing. There. It wasn't like we turned around did a full three sixty. We it's just a, looked. It's like the over. way all the people you used to work with in Debenhams used to use the word "turned around" in every sentence when they're talking. Oh yeah. And then I, I turned, turned around, around and said to her, and she turned around to me and said, "And I, I once wanted to write a comedy routine about that where." <laughs> The person I actually, actually did. turned around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that would be fucking hilarious. Anyway, um, oh, that pigeon. I don't know how I got so into there we that, go. but that's that. That's, that's, that's someone. <laughs> someone knows about this pigeon. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> someone knows about this fucking pigeon. Yeah. Okay, guys, get on to us if you know this pigeon that changes size. <laughs> go shape-shifting fucking pigeon. We don't know his name. We don't have a number to contact him. If anyone can get this pigeon, we'd love to have him on as a fucking guest. But he mightn't be able to fit in the door. Oh no, he's not coming in this door. The birds, Luke. The birds came knocking on our door. Oh shit. Oh shit, these birds, they're coming. Okay guys, the other day, right? I know it's a sign of death or something. So one of you is going to fucking die. One listener. (laughs) Of course, you know. But at the exact same time, a bird knocked on our front door and our window. Not yeah. the same bird, obviously. No, two. Of the same type of bird. But properly, because we heard a noise and we were like, what's that? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, a bird is after getting in our bathroom window. So I was like, Luke, you're going to have to go out, close the kitchen door because I can't have a bird Ivy come anywhere near me. me. No, Ivy was sitting at the was table. She? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's had a bird there. Um. And Luke went out, he heard a noise at the front door again, so went out to the front door. And at the same time, as he opened the door, I saw a bird at our window. There were two birds, yeah. And he, the bird was literally knocking on our front door and knocking at our window. It's fucked up, they were trying to warn us about something. And like, I literally Probably walked out to you. shifting pigeon that's coming for us. Because <laughs> we know it's secret. I'm telling you, that's a lot of bird things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm getting the so freaked out. Us. There's pigeons is changing size in front and of us. And the two birds? Fuck. They were lovely little brown little birds. They were lovely, weren't they? Were, they were doomed. I'm terrified doomed. of birds. I can't die from a bird attack, like. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sorry, Kate, but it's going to happen. My heart but it's not going to happen gone up. in this next section. <laughs> Fuck yes. That's a fucking crossover, that is. It's not called a crossover. What's it called? I don't know. What's it called? Here it is, the next section. <laughs> 
Daddy. Here we are, and Kate's eating a biscuit, guys. Kate's eating a biscuit. How unprofessional is that? <laughs> so this is the section where we take your questions. There's been a good few in with us this week. Um, so I'm going to go a straight. A good few in with us? What's that supposed to mean? To us. Mm. Sorry that about sense. that, Kate. Sorry about that. I said the wrong word there now. Sorry about that. As you eat your fucking biscuits. I'm Don't eat them into the microphone. <laughs> Do I'm not really eat them into the microphone. I don't care. Oh, sorry, guys. Give me two seconds. <laughs> right. First question we have is from GalloGate13 on Twitter. He says, after the success of... I haven't seen this question. I didn't retweet it, but I didn't. After the success of Dwayne's episode, is it time to consider a threesome? <laughs> Does he mean as a another host of the podcast or sexually? Is he offering himself like... Well, here's the thing. I assume he means Dwayne. But... For two reasons I wouldn't like Dwayne involved. I wouldn't like him involved sexually for the same reasons as I wouldn't like him involved in the podcast. Why? Because it wouldn't be anything to do with Probably me. wouldn't do much. Mm. <laughs> Yours is funny. Yours is funny. Well done. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was good. Oh, next question's from Dwayne. Oh. So, at Dwayne Dugan on Twitter. With the callback to last week's episode. Where did Luke get the name Mr. Crispy? And will Kate be taking the Crispy name after the wedding? That's that taxi driver that called me Mr. Crispy for some reason. I don't understand why. No. I, yes. Kate Crispy sounds good. I will be Kate Crispy. Kate Crispy. Eh, Crispy I can get on board good. with that. We have another child, we should call it Rice. <laughs> but your second oh, name isn't Crispy. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be Rice Barry, like. So, moving on to the next question. We have one from Wrestle Hero Rebels, which is at WH Rebels on Twitter. Who's the better guest? Dwayne or Kean? Kean. Go on, tell us why. That's mean. You seem to hate Dwayne on this I podcast. D- I love Dwayne. Tell the us last why. podcast was probably one of my favourite to listen to. Yeah? Not your favourite to do? No. Okay. Like, I, I'm a bit on edge. Because I have this thing of like, I want people to like me. And with Dwayne. You never know. You never know. So yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like. I was either trying too hard or not speaking at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, like, last podcast was you and Dwayne show. The Luke and Dwayne show? Literally, like. Well, it just happens the Luke and Dwayne show. I have a new EP out. Available on Spotify. Just search yeah. uh, Luke and Dwayne show. But no, obviously. Just take just care, spike your Talking hair to Kean and we've spent so much memories. The oh, three of us together. Yeah. Like, I couldn't th- think of many memories well, of the three of us with Dwayne. On but, paper, like, Kean was a better guest. Yeah, he, he answered he questions. He answered the questions. <laughs> I think Dwayne was funnier. Dwayne, of course he's he is. Comedian, he's a comedian. Yeah. Dwayne is hilarious. And I also feel like Dwayne could actually take over the world if he put his mind to it. He's an amazing mind. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? body, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. But this he is, is like, he, he intrigues me so much. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Next question is from at Magnifico Mike 89 who says... Armstrong Country or the Luke and Dwayne show? And who are the bigger rock stars? Um, Luke and Dwayne Luke show and are Dwayne bigger show, rock stars. And Luke and Dwayne show is just better. In what way? Because you have years of... Well, the actual show itself. Oh. Yeah. I've done... I'm probably prouder of the stuff I've done in Ar- with the Armstrongs. Yeah. As in the comedy. <laughs> Oddly enough... Me and Dwayne were trying to release comedy content 
the stuff I've done with the Armstrongs is probably better comedy content than yeah, what I, I did <clears throat> with me and Dwayne. But obviously I know Dwayne Langer and whatever. Yeah. And we accomplished a bit more internationally. Yeah. yeah I know that. Crazy. Not really. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, Armstrong Country was some of the best few years of my life. So was Luke and Dwayne show. <laughs> oh my God. I can't think of anything else. Any other relationships <sighs> I've been in besides Luke and Dwayne show or Armstrong Country that could beat either one of them. No, I couldn't either, to be honest. Nope. Nope, nope. Let's move on to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> All right. Andrew O'Burn's here. Whoop, whoop. Andrew. Andrew O'Burn one on Instagram says, Conasatoshe Egdol folks. It's Misha Andrew. Tatu Aaron Egfakent. Come up. I'm Thanks. so lost. Or yes, Sholing. It says, Oh, here it goes. Alakinan and Kel. Good, good. Nice. If you had to pick a. Oh, okay. This, this is one. You don't like wrestling questions, but here we go. If you uh, had to you, pick a wrestling you've gimmick. You let me down. Who, Andrew? Yeah. Andrew, you're letting her down all <laughs> over the place here now. We're going to have to have you on Not showing guest, up Andrew. to questions, sending so, in questions that are wrestling know. related. Okay. If you had to pick a wrestling gimmick for each other, what would it be? What strengths and flaws would you give each other? And if she was given the choice, who would Ivy pick to manage? Oh, so, she definitely manage you. I'm going to give you a gimmick that I actually didn't come up with. It was Matt Schuyler from Phoenix Wrestling came up with this gimmick and I think you'd be hilarious at it. And it's a zombie nun called an Undertaker. Oh my God. <laughs> and I think you'd be unkillable, but you'd also be lovely and you'd try to help people out, you know? Yeah. I think that's your wrestling gimmick. You're an Undertaker. What am I? Your fat slob. Marion Armstrong. <laughs> no, what would you be like? I, I once picked... I think it. something to do with the fact that you're a daughter. The, or you're not a daughter. <laughs> that you have a daughter. And if she's going to be your manager, that like that you're really hilarious. rough and tough. But as soon as she's there, she's you're like, like, oh, it's okay. And you're really like... That's a, yeah, yeah, you right. can punch. And that's how people like defeat you because I won't beat the, I won't I have no killer instinct in front of in her in front of her do you know what I mean I don't think you've ever watched wrestling have you yes I have <laughs> I don't give a shit about it that's true that's mean that's mean but yeah that's so what I think manager me is what you're saying yeah okay I'm okay with that you're an undertaker though. I'm the undertaker brilliant shout out to Matt Schuyler for that one so here's uh, oh this is going to be a good one from Janet MF3 on Instagram says do you have a list for this or something? Yeah. You do. You planned I've this one already. This one. So, if each of you had a freebie list of five celebrities you're allowed to sleep with, who would be on your list? Kate's prepared something. I haven't. I could only get it down to seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Kate. <laughs> I'm very I sorry. I can't think of one. Oh, I, I, I could definitely think more. Go on. But seven, mm, seven or six. Go on. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But Tony Stark. Okay. Okay. Hugh Jackman. I've always said Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman now, mm, I don't know. It would be a good story to tell. I like to say that I slept with Hugh Jackman. Do you know what I mean? But he's a lovely family man. I don't know. Jamie Dornan, because... I'm Jamie Dornan. <laughs> oh, that's an old <laughs> bit. You haven't done that bit in a while. You haven't done that. Fucking Jamie fucking Dornan here now. Jamie oh. Dornan's on your fucking list. Why is you dirty little bitch? But do you know what I mean? I'm fucking Jamie Dornan here on your fucking list. <laughs> Fucking you, Jackman! You're gonna get off this fucking list. Right, we can a, we can take one of these off the list though later, you, can we? You dirty little bitch! <laughs> oh yuck! Could you imagine if you started talking to me like that? 
In that oh, accent. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down in your fucking bed there now. You're going to fucking shock these sheets, you dirty little slut. Right. So the next one, I don't know his name. He's the guy that plays <laughs> Lucifer. Would you shut up? What is the guy who plays Lucifer? No, I, can't I don't know. Either. But uh, like, and he'd Tom have... Ellis? Ellis. And he'd have to be Lucifer, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not Tom Ellis. I want okay. Lucifer. Then Giovanni from Strictly, because he's Annoying. beautiful. Grace told you that she... You remind her of him. <laughs> I don't look anything like him. Don't in him. any way. Whereas Jamie fucking Dornan, I'm a fucking Jamie. All right, Jamie fucking And then Dornan I have Chris here. Pine. Don't look anything like you. Chris Pine! Yeah, I do Chris Pine. 100% oh, would. I would. And then my last one is... choice. Well, my last one then is Danny Dyer. Oh, I'm going to throw a spanner in your works here. Why? Because we've been watching Suits recently. And you've been oh saying... Oh my God! That you want to put in What's-His-Face. Oh, it's Eight. I got it down to eight. eight. <laughs> I can. You need five. Oh no, definitely. What's his name? I don't know. That guy. Yeah. Harvey. Harvey. Oh, that's his character name. Harvey. Sever. So something begins with S, doesn't it? Stepper. Stepper. We're literally watching the thing. Oh, def- lads, have you watched Suits? Suits is a great show. Oh, yeah. Harvey is definitely up there. Right, I'm going to get rid Spectre. of Spectre. Spectre. I'm going to get rid of Hugh Jackman, right? Hugh Jackman. I'm putting in. So instead of Robert Downey Jr., it's Tony Stark. Then it's. I was going to keep saying that. Harvey. Huge, I always called Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman, and they did it in the James Corden sketch, and it always annoyed me. But originally, this joke came from. And I'm gonna, I was going to say this if there's any Cove people here. I, I know I'm about to say something about my boss here, but I always call Ray Keating, who. Yeah. Used to own Keating shop, Rake Eating, which I always thought was funny. And I used to call Jerk Early, my current boss, Jerk Early. Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing because of their personalities or anything. Because both sound men, but Rake Eating and Jerk Early. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, I've oh, gotten okay, it down. It. No, I've gotten it down. I'm actually going to save it. Not Right. So Tony Stark, saving it. Harvey Specter, Lucifer. Yet. Giovanni, Giovanni Pernice, um, and Danny Dyer. Is that five? They're my five, yeah. Is that settled that's locked in now? Yeah. Okay, you have a look in your eyes that I haven't seen in years. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, with all of those, they could all be the same person at different it's periods of their sh- life. Little slutcher short hair and I don't Jamie fucking Dorn in here now. Talking. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, but okay, that's my list. <clears throat> okay, what's my list? I can't. Up with it for me. Your list is. Mm. Don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know. I'm just um, too beautiful. Chubby loving. Chubby loving. Yeah. To go on your list. The list. I honestly don't know. Like, who's who are some celebrities that I'm supposed to? Lucy. Who the fuck is Lucy? <laughs> Lucy, what's her face? Why can't I remember her name? Musical theatre star. Lucy Jones. Jones. I wouldn't put a top five, but yeah. Um, what about Kelly Brooke? I could see <laughs> you with Kelly Brooke. Christ. What the fuck? Is? What? Yeah, let's take someone from like 1999. <laughs> well, you're getting on a bit, what about like Caprice. You're getting on a bit. Um, Kelly Brooke. Are you telling me you wouldn't bang Kelly Brooke? Five, like, what, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Emma Bunton. We're talking five. Top, top. Bunting's in there. Bunting, Bunt, definitely. Getting my top five. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say. Page, WWE. Page. So that's two. 
Okay. We're on two. I need another tree, guys. Help me out mm. here. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to find anything attractive. Any Kardashians? Any of the Kardashians? Yeah, I mean, like, all of them, but I'm not putting them on my top five list. Like, Really? Oh, I definitely would put Kylie in mine. Eh, no. Really? Who? Even the picture I showed you the other night, she was beautiful. Good, all right. You're obsessed with her. You're fucking weird with that. Why? I don't know who else. So there's my top two. There's your top two. Is that worse or better? I don't know, Kate. I'm actually disappointed in myself. I know. I need I need to I need to be more laddish. You do. Please come don't. back next week I'm gonna answer this question. I'm gonna put a week's thought into this. <laughs> oh, no, please don't. No, I will. I'm gonna put a week's worth of Sorry, Is it gonna Janet, be that, that girl from Instagram? Who? <laughs> The girl you that you liked pictures of. Oh, yeah, her, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in so, not in a weird way, guys, by the way. This isn't something that we've had to deal with through counselling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like the girl I know with pictures. Okay, mm. got that. She didn't actually get that. No, I didn't. But anyway, other questions. We've one from um, Joe Stodge on Instagram. It says, what's the largest animal you... What's the largest animal you think you could take in a fight barehanded? Um, mm. I think I'd dig the head off panda Would you? I think I would They're slow enough like See I was thinking rabbit And even then I was like nah I don't punch a rabbit I Kate. wouldn't be able to do a rabbit They'd be vicious fecks They are the vicious fecks right? I am um, Well I didn't want to say fox I'd slap a panda around the best Would you slap oh, a panda? Yeah. I'd kick the head off it I would I, I know mm. I would I See I couldn't I don't think If I could get my legs around something I could. I Jamie could. Fucking Dornan get a fucking leg <laughs> Um, I think I could beat a lot of stuff with my legs. Talking barehanded, though, he said. Oh. This is that kills your legs. Like. Yeah, exactly. So what? Give me an animal. Um, what about that giant pigeon? No, he can fuck off. But you wouldn't be able to fight that giant pigeon. No, I wouldn't be able to fight a pigeon. Pigeons are cunts. <laughs> Pig- <laughs> Pigeons are horrible. Rats with wings, disgusting little. Yeah, I hate them. Particular giant. Yeah, but he went small. So you couldn't fight him. So a rabbit is what you're going with. I don't want to kick a rabbit. I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pick an animal. I'm gonna say goldfish. Jesus Christ! I could definitely Imagine punch a goldfish. A goldfish. Uh, uh. Okay, so the next one's from X Silver Star X, also on Instagram. It says, if money was no issue, what would you buy or do? Holiday. So don't know if this has been asked. I think it has, but that's okay. We'll, our answers normally change on these things <laughs> yeah. anyway, so. At the moment, a holiday and wedding. A house. Oh, if money was no, yeah, definitely. That would be the first thing I'd buy. Yeah. We did answer this now that I think about it. Yeah, we did. But yeah, house mm-hmm. for fucking sure mm-hmm. that is everyone's questions this week they were some good Woo-woo. ones thank you so much guys for joining us once again here on couple up uh if you like the show let us know on instagram at couple up podcast on twitter at couple up podcast we're on facebook as well nobody ever checks that page but it's there and we are we on up, facebook yeah. i did not know couple that up podcast at gmail.com if you're not on twitter or instagram and you want to ask us any questions hit us up on there follow kate at it's ktp on instagram follow me at i hate luke barry on instagram and twitter that's it that's all the plugs my name is luke and i'm kate and pigeons do not change size bye everybody <laughs>